I'm smooth because it's fashionable Friday today. We're talking about things that we love. Okay. So, uh, Anissa Mpungwe, Atelier, is a luxury women's uh, wear brand previously known as Loincloth and uh, Ashes. The brand has worked with the likes. I'm not here in this list. Neither are you. <laughs> but maybe, just maybe one day, okay? Um, First Lady, uh, Michelle Obama, Solange Knowles, and of course, Nomza Mombata. The brand has two studios in Johannesburg and Dar es Salaam. Um, by the way, I've been to Dar es Salaam. I've been to Tanzania. Thank you very much. And we are now joined in in the studio by the brand's creative director, uh, Anissa Mpungwe. Hello, Anissa. Hello, hello, Gwen. I have to apologize on behalf of my colleague for, for grilling you about you smelling nice. Oh. Really, I um, really apologize. No, don't apologize. Thank you for the compliment. My pleasure. I mean, if a lady smells good, you say it. You smell amazing. And you look amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. We are so delighted to have you. Yes. So you were born in Dar es Salaam. Mm-hmm. I mean, what prompted the move to South Africa? As we say, South Africa. <laughs> so I was a diplomat's kid, actually. Ah. I came here in 94. Yeah. I was 10 years old. Mm. Um, and my father was appointed first ambassador of Tanzania to South Africa. Okay. So I, it wasn't by choice. Oh, okay. <laughs> I hopped on. Yeah, I know the benefits of um, <laughs> being uh, associated with a diplomat because I know when there's a roadblock, you hardly ever get stopped. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Look. Actually. Because, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Gosh, no. My, actually, it? my dad blocked that. Is it? He realized, I don't know which year, how old we were. Yes. I have two other sisters. Mm. Uh, he said, this thing of sitting behind the car with me yeah. is not on. So okay. we're getting a blue Suzuki. Yes. Your mother is driving you around and it's going to be a normal day. Uh, wow. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, when did you realize, you know, you you had a, an interest in, in fashion and that you could, you know, make a career out of it? I think everything for me happened as a happy accident. Yes. I happened to be good at drawing. That turned into someone saying, you're good at drawing. That gave me confidence. Then that made me go into fashion school. Fashion school, I had an aha moment that whatever was in my head cooking could come out of my hands. And it was literally, it was upwards from there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, speaking about drawing, I know that I am horrible. I can't even draw a bottle of water or... Or a car or or someone's face. So how old were you when you started drawing? Did it start from an early age? Yes. Ah, When I was in in, uh, Dar es Salaam, I remember kind vaguely I used to kind of draw all the time. And obviously I was the oddball in the family. Mm. Your father is an ambassador. Your mom is um, an executive at a bank. Mm. You are here with your fashion dreams. Yeah. Can you imagine? (laughs) Yeah. So that was, uh, it didn't take too much convincing because I was quite a feisty kid uh, in terms of knowing what I wanted. And yeah. So, and, and I also knew I had to prove myself. So proving myself was a big deal. Yeah. Especially to my father. Yeah. I think my mom was always like, okay, let's see what happens. But yeah, because <laughs> it would have been easy if, you, for instance, you wanted to be a lawyer or an accountant, mm-hmm. you know, but fashion, they were like, 
Oh, yes. Really? I mean, my dad even tried to convince me, and I don't know if he remembers this. He's probably <laughs> listening now. Hey, Dad. How you doing, Dad? <laughs> it's Glenn Zito here. Hello to you. Um, uh, I think he had said, okay, maybe do um, jewelry design, because uh, I think okay. that makes sense, and you can yeah. do it maybe like in America. I'm like, no. <laughs> I want to do it here. <laughs> so you, um, and you know, you studied at the London College of Fashion in the UK. Mm-hmm. How did this, you know, um, face equip you? with uh, the skills that you needed? I think going to the UK was such an eye-opener to how great the South African education system was. Mm. I knew quite a lot of things compared to my peers. Yeah. So I was a jack of all trades and I was with masters of so many. And it was great to know that I wasn't, you know, I'm, I'm not that far off behind. Yes. Uh, but I just had to hone in in a particular skill that I was interested in. So when I unleashed that skill, which is pattern cutting, basically the architect of yeah. clothing, that meant I could do anything. Kids wear, men's wear, I could do home range, I could do women's, you can do anything. Mm. As soon as I did that, came back to South Africa, the confidence level was mm. at a thousand. Because I, I can imagine going to a foreign country, especially the United Kingdom, you think it's a first world country, mm. they are way ahead of us. You must have been intimidated and say, wow, okay, there's going to be so much competition here. Um. No, not really. I've, Glenn, I've always been confident in myself. And I've always been very honest with myself. What I could do, yeah. what I couldn't do. And I always focused on what I couldn't do so that I could do ah, that. Exactly. Yeah, so I've always been, I don't know it, why I am that way, but being there and seeing others doing highly creative things, kids from Hong Kong, kids mm. from... The UK itself, uh, France, every, you sit there and you basically, you're like, woo, game on. Like, yeah. you you too. You're yeah. also, you, you're worthy of being in this space. Mm. So that's why coming back for me was like, guys, people are doing things out there. We can do it too. Excellent. Tell us about the DNA of your brand. So I focus a lot on detail. Okay. I focus a lot on customer experience and customer relationships. I think these are quite strong pillars to make any business work yeah, um, and work in a very effective way. So if, let's say, in uh, I have three legs in my company. I have the retail aspect, the private client aspect, and the partnerships with different corporates. If, say, retail is a bit slow, you already have your customer relationships. So you can say, right, I have booked myself 15 private clients for this month, I've booked 50 for the next six, uh, yeah. six months, et cetera, and you keep that going. And I think that's what helps the brand stay successful. Excellent. So also interesting is that you currently run two studios. I can't, listen, I only have one phone. I can't handle two phones. Listen, so me too. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. How do you run two studios, yeah. one in Johannesburg, one in Dar es Salaam, mm-hmm. um, how do the two studios compare? Do you stock um, a similar range in both studios? Yes. So I think to be cost effective, it has to be similar. Okay. Uh, Dar es Salaam is a very warm, well, Tanzania as a whole is a very yeah. warm country. Yeah. As you said, you've been yeah. there. Yes. It's really warm. Um, South Africa is uh, warm and dry. Yeah. And we have our, our harsh winters sometimes here. 
So it's just a, 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 a flow of things to see what work, what is working, what isn't working and to move quickly. Um, and I needed to d diversify because the world is big. So to just stay in one place and not discover another, yeah. it'll be a disservice to yourself as a person and to your business too. Um, and it took a long time for me to see that. Excellent. It's Radio 2000. It's the Glenzito Superdrive. Uh, 15.49. Uh, it is a Friday afternoon. And of course, this time of the day on Fridays, we have uh, Fashionable Fridays. Our guest today is Anita uh, Anisa Mpungwe, Creative Director at Anisa Mpungwe um, Atelier. So, hmm. you've worked with uh, A-listers. Unfortunately, the two of us in the studio were still on the D. <laughs> Very soon... <laughs> Will be A, hopefully, and you'll work with us. So you've worked with uh, notable names, including former U.S. First Lady Michelle Obama, Solange, um, uh, and our local girl. I mean, um, how did those, you know, two opportunities come about? Gosh, I need to mention Anele Mdoda, too. Oh, Anele, yes. My gosh. Okay. And I need to especially mention her because she's a friend first. Okay. Uh, she's an amazing woman, and she was the face of, at that time, Loincloth and Ashes. Okay. So she's been very supportive of the brand from day one. Um, what was the question? I was, <laughs> well, I was just saying that, you know, you've worked with Os Michelle, okay. Michelle Obama, Solange, you know. How did those opportunities, you know, uh -huh. okay. come your way? Uh, so with Michelle... Uh, uh, with Mrs. Michelle Obama, <laughs> respectfully, yes. uh, when they were having their African tour, yes. we happened to be um, put in a list of designers that could present a gift to her. Okay, um, That was very exciting for me. I remember goodness. when she came to South Africa, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that was extremely exciting. Um, but I also didn't have proof like... I, I gave something to Michelle, like she has one of my items, until a letter came, an official letter came from the White House, mm. and it's still framed. Aha. <laughs> that it's true. We I will really auction it one day. <laughs> right. Um, and with Solange, it was such a, a, a happy coincidence, mm. a mixture of that and, and good timing. Um, I got a call one day from uh, Elle magazine. They said, we are sending you... Um, an NDA, sign it before we tell you why. Mm. I said, oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, and they said, yep, yeah. so here's um, uh, Solange. She loves a lot of your things, and we are shooting uh, a campaign with her. Um, and I said, great, and I was excited, but I couldn't say anything. Then later on that day, actually in the evening, I'm sitting at a dinner with my friends, and I get another call saying she liked all of your things mm. we're shooting most of the things in your stuff so you need to fly over wow. the next day well tomorrow morning and you were still mom you couldn't tell your friends i couldn't i had to hush <laughs> it was i bet this... you drank water that day <laughs> water wasn't it it was something a little stronger so that was that was incredibly exciting uh for me i wore everything under the sun every every time i see the pictures of me and Solange, mm. i cringe because it was an exciting, I wore all the colors <laughs> yeah. of the rainbow. Um, it, and yeah, it was, it, was, it was a happy coincidence and a, 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 I was very grateful. No, fantastic. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. Uh, last year, you decided to reinvent the brand mm -hmm. from loincloth and uh, um, ashes. ashes to 
to Anissa Mpungwe Atelier. What inspired this move? I think like many people, the past three years, maybe possibly four, has yeah. been quite interesting. Yeah. I always joke around and say, well, it's not really a joke. I went through a renaissance. Mm. I had to sit down with myself and do an audit mm. of everything, mm. including my life. Yeah. What I wanted to achieve, what I wanted to leave behind, legacy, all of this. And because I went through a decade, over a decade with loincloth and ashes, I felt that I was a guest mm. in my own brand. Mm. And it didn't feel, I didn't feel um, that I was doing anything new or anything exciting or mm. inspiring. So I said, right, need to take a year off, pack up, go to Tanzania yeah. and do and, and, and reinvent yourself. Wow. Okay, so what are some of the changes that came with uh, with the rebrand? Oh, lots. You 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 obviously you changed the branding, mm. you changed the offering. I'm doing resort wear, okay. homeware, and I really want to dab into skincare. Ah, skincare. Mm. Yeah. My skin needs care. <laughs> are there are there any, you know, South African fashion brands that you see yourself possibly collaborating with? Cuz you know, collabs mm-hmm. are very are very huge. I'm big with collaborations. I think it's such a learning moment. Yeah. Can be such a learning moment. I would have to say an old designer, his name is uh, Carlo Gibson. Yeah. He owned a company called Strange Love. He is a master in pattern cutting. Mm. I think I would be, my brains would basically be on, on fire being around somebody who's so wise in mm. how to work with fabric and know how to bend and cut fabric. Have you met him? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. Cool. So it, it's going to happen. Yes. It will happen. Uh, tell us about your, your upcoming project, Eye in the Sky. There's a song that I bought yesterday. It's called Eye in the Sky. Oh, really? Yes. By who? I can't remember. Oh, can you? But I bought a song yesterday, Eye in the Sky. Okay. Yes. Uh, Let well, me check. Yeah, so Eye in the Sky is my next project. It is the collection that is coming out July 17th. It's, Kerry, it's a guy called Kerry Chandler. Okay. Yes, thanks. All right, yes. I don't know him. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's a, it's a big project that is coming out in July uh, 17th. Yes. Uh, the collection is going to be live online, anisampunga.com. And it is something, it's basically my, my comeback Um big project um actually i was just telling somebody outside that you got me at the right time i just landed back in sa to to do a lot of work with that um yeah and maybe possibly some nice collaborations that i can't speak of okay yeah okay just uh well you'll tell us uh, in the next few weeks <laughs> yes. about these collaborations and where can people find you where can we find you girl okay. where can we find <laughs> you so uh the best place to see what i'm up to is uh instagram yes. anisam at anisam Pungwe. okay uh that's the easiest facebook i'm not a very good twitter person yeah same here i'm terrible at it yeah TikTok is still a little iffy for me too. Well, if you have jokes, yeah, you go to TikTok. <laughs> you want to joke jokes and you want to uh, make us love you as you go to TikTok. Yeah, no. Thank so, you. yeah. So, the, the biggest ones are those. Uh, the website is not obviously live because we're working on the big project. No, excellent. Such a pleasure meeting you. Likewise. Um, thank you so much for coming through to our show. Mm. Uh, hopefully, uh, Nati, who's never bought even a handkerchief online, 
will oh, be encouraged and you. motivated <laughs> to you know to go through on your on your website and buy something you yes. know and just not to just buy something please yeah. don't embarrass me africa rise yeah, i pulled out so you pulled out we no i pulled out last year oh. so at this the, this new launch now, I'm going to go back in. Oh, yeah. there we go. So I don't need to go online. She's at Africa Rise in Sandton. She'll be at Africa Rise. Yes. Yeah, but you know online, they'll be exclusive. Will they be exclusive? I know for sure. She's not going to have everything in the store, right? No, Am I not lying? everything exactly. in the store. Most things exactly. are going to be online. But you can go to Africa Rise. Yeah, let's teach you. <laughs> not everything is going to be at that <laughs> store. Oh me, Sensei. Okay. me. <laughs> Nice, nice meeting you. Nice to meet you. Thank too. you so much. Thank and listen, we wish you all the best. Mm, thank yes. you so much. That's Anisa on Radio Two Thousand Pungwe, Creative Director at Anisa Pungwe Atelier. Atelier. Bloemfontein. We've got you covered on ninety nine point five FM. Feel good music.